0: No Jumper Coolest podcast in the world. We got Ross Swish on the podcast today. Nice to have you in here, man. Woo. Woo. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, okay, so you're from Canarsie? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Talk talk to me a little bit about your upbringing and, and what it was like going up, growing up over there. I mean, it's, it's regular street shit. It's like, for me, you deal with the everyday
1: life of being in the hood, being from the streets and, and seeing regular street
0: shit, so I feel like... That's the main right there. Right. I mean, I lived in Bushwick from 2005 to, like, 2010. So that's a very different part of Brooklyn, though. As yeah, it's yeah. been described to me, Canarsie's on some old other shit. I lived in Brooklyn for that long. I never went there one time. So it's like, it's, it's a whole different planet, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you could say that because you from, you know, the known you know, from getting money. So you step over there, you step in different parts of Brooklyn, you be like, all right, nah, it's different. But mm-hmm. you do, I think. But – so growing up in Canarsie did it seem like that was a place where like was there any like are there any like famous rappers from there or you feel like this was kind of the first wave? Nah like it is really the first wave of rappers from Canarsie doing their thing and really doing it on a big level. Right Okay. So, uh what what about like when when did you start to get in the mix? Like did you start rapping first or were you more like just on some street shit before that or how how did yeah, this unfold? I, I definitely say like
1: for me everybody growing up in the hood, you know your first resort is street shit. That's what you that's what you know. You feel me? You see that every day, but I started rapping around like twenty mm-hmm. And then I started becoming, like, somebody
0: in Brooklyn around, like, 2016. That's when it was, like, all right, for me, the hood know me and shit. Mm -hmm. I'm known for doing this shit. And you knew Pop before you even started rapping, or did that come about once you started rapping? I knew knew Pop before he started rapping. Okay. So, yeah, that was my dogs before he started rapping. So, from, like, what age?
1: Or how long ago were you guys cool? I I met him in 2018, the very beginning of 2018, like, right after New Year's. Okay. I'm in twenty eighteen and shit. And then you feel me, that's when he started telling me like, yo, bro,
0: I'm a rap. And he hadn't even actually recorded yet? Nah. He was just thinking
1: about it? Nah, he ain't had no songs, Nah, he ain't been in the studio, none of that shit. So but he was just always on it, like, yo, bro, I'm a rap.
0: Right. And I was like, ah you feel And me? you were a little bit ahead of him, like you had already been fucking yeah. with the music side of things? Yeah, like I was I already had a little name in the hood and shit around Brooklyn, so you feel me? The niggas knew me and then once he started, you know, I mean, he just took over and did his thing. Did, like, what was your impression of him before he even started rapping? Like, were you were you looking at him like, wow, because it, it just seemed like he had like a certain charisma, certain energy yeah. around him, even when you take the music out of the equation. Did you mm-hmm. kind of recognize that right away? Nah, hell yeah, because like anybody
1: I know him personally, you know, like his vibe is different, like his his spirit is like live. Like you from he he really wanted them people he come around and he he had changed the whole aura in the room or changed the mood and shit. So. Before he even started rapping, that was just his vibe, period. So anything he did for me, whether it was sports, games, being on the block, anything for me, just how he talked is real,
0: like, you feel it. So before he was rapping, yeah, he got that. So. so you guys, like, were, were you there when he first started making music? Did you guys make music together super early mm-hmm. on? Or?
1: Yeah, like, hell, like, probably like, i say like his fourth or fifth studio session, we was in there making songs. I wasn't there the first song he made mm-hmm. because, you know, I was doing what I was doing and shit, but. I definitely heard the first song, like, every, like, his beginning, his whole beginning of the career, I heard all that shit, he was sending to me, like, yo, bro, you fuck with this? Yo, how you feel about this? Like, yo, bro, this shit hot, right? Yo, I think I should drop this, like, so, that's how it was on it.
0: Right, so, with your, like, did you have any songs that were coming up on, like, a viral YouTube-type level before, like, his mu- movement started, or, or how, how was that unfolding? No, nah, we was, we was dropping music and this shit, in the hood.
1: we had flow Tasty TV, and I was, like, you can consider that the the Brooklyn world star type shit. Like, you feel me? All okay. the new Brooklyn rappers, if you own that shit, niggas was tuned in. So that's where we used to drop our
0: music, for feel me? Around, like, 2017, 2018 and shit like that. That's what we was putting it Hmm. Okay. And so th- was was the Woo thing, like, part of what brought y'all together? Is that, is that a big part? Were you, were you both rapping that at that time? Is that something you just grew up with? Yeah, like, you feel me? Once,
1: once we was on our Woo shit, it was like, you feel me? Everything was just family. And the more people you meet... It's just all love. Like, we all really knew each other, but you for me, just coming around, you know, it's, I don't got to watch
0: my back for nothing because it's love, this family, and that's how we moved with it. Right. Okay, so uh, how did you guys, like, when did it start to seem like this was really becoming more of a real thing, like this, the, the music was actually going to a different level? Shit, when, when Pop did
1: what he did, like, when Welcome to the Party mm-hmm. really hit, we was like, oh, shit, like, this shit real, like, he doing it Like he You feel me He he put this shit On a different level It's, it's not Just hood shit no more It's mainstream now mm-hmm. So he definitely Opened the doors And made everybody See like yo I take this shit serious now So we could Do what we gotta do Do you remember The first time you heard it? Welcome to the party? Yeah Yeah I remember the first time It's a crazy story First time I heard Welcome to the party I was taking this shit right <laughs> <laughs> And then You feel me It only had one verse on it Uh huh So I heard this shit and I called him. I'm like, yo, bro, the fuck is this? Right. He like, yo, bro, I just made that shit. Uh-huh. You feel me? You fucking with it? I'm like, yo, bro, I need to get on the second verse. He like, nah, bro, we got to do some other shit because I already got this, the second verse done. I just didn't finish in the stool. Right. So I'm like, all right, bro, do that second verse now. That shit fire. Uh, he like, nah, I already got it. I'm about to go tonight. And then he laid in and that was it. But I already knew. Once I heard that shit, I was like, nah, this shit is crazy. Like right. It was just different. I'm like, dang, like, there's some...
0: Real party shit like this make me want to go get drunk right now, go outside and do some crazy shit, so... Were you fucking with the actual beats and the the, the whole drill sound, like, prior to that, or was that something mm-hmm. that y'all sort of, like, came together with? Nah, I was fucking with them before that, like, you feel
1: me? Because actual tapped in with Brooklyn niggas a while back, mm. a while back, and he was his head niggas like, yo, bro, I fuck with y'all, you feel me? I see y'all using some of my beats, like, you feel me, let's work together. So we've been, a lot of niggas had a relationship with actual before he really took off and
0: shit. Mm. Yeah, because it's like, it's kind of crazy the, the extent to which that sound like like w- who are you paying attention to and like studying were you looking at the chicago shit or were you paying attention to like any of the london drill shit that was popping off before the brooklyn wave really took over or like because because it's kind of like something that you never really heard of before to have like the mm-hmm. main producer basically like engineering a whole sound for for the the city that's the home of hip-hop but then meanwhile he's just he ain't even been there <laughs> he's just on the other side of the world fucking yeah. supplying the sound i mean Shit, when
1: I when I first started doing this shit, the people I was listening to was definitely was like Chicago niggas, like, you know, everybody fucked with Chief Keith. Mm-hmm. Feel me? And then I when I started rapping, I always wanted to be lyrical with the drill shit. So you feel me, I used to listen to a lot of herbo. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. nah, this nigga be talking his shit. So for me that's I really tied in with them and then like I said, just once I actually reached out, it was like, fuck
0: it, bro, you got them beats we want. You fucking with us, like, let's do it. Definitely. So, um, the welcome the party comes out and is that does that just kind of like change everything like from as soon as it's out it just starts bubbling and like becomes a whole thing in new york yeah like i, I believe he dropped the audio first if i'm not mistaken i believe he, yeah, he dropped the audio first and then just
1: the reaction was crazy so like it just changed for everybody around
0: him and himself so. right yeah, and, like, I remember going to Rolling Loud last year, and it had already been out for a while at that mm. point. But it was, like, you know, I, I was never seen anything like that in New York in years and years where it's just everywhere you went. Every fucking car, uh-huh. if you slow down on the highway, you're just hearing it banging out from mad mm. cars. It's just, like, nothing we never really seen before. Definitely a crazy vibe. Like, for me, he touched the people, and he had, like, that shit that
1: niggas wanted to hear. Mm.
0: Did you guys feel like you were... Because, you know, any time that you're, like, associated with a gang and you have music blowing up that sort of advocates for it, you're going to have, like, a reaction from people who don't fuck with that? Was that, like, something that you were feeling, like, from the beginning?
1: No, nah, I feel like if, if your shit potent, they're going to fuck with it. Mm. Like, and it's simple as that. Niggas that hate you, if your shit good, they'll still play your
0: shit. So we ain't really worried about nothing else. Mm, definitely. So, okay, so how does your... Music like did, when did you guys end up actually making your first song together or first song that came out on YouTube and shit soon after that? Damn, the first song we made together. Can't even remember. I think the
1: first song, the first official song we made together was "Brush 'Em." Mm-hmm. And then, you feel me? We did that shit. We was just in the studio. He was popping his shit. I was popping my shit. And he like, all right, nigga. So let's just go back to back on the song. We gonna freestyle. I'm like I, right. he like nigga, you can't freestyle. I'm like nigga, you can't freestyle. You feel me? So we just doing some bro shit, just amping each other, mm-hmm. and then we got in the store and then we made that shit. You feel me? But then we did a video to it, and then we didn't like the video. Really? So we just like fuck the video. You feel me? And then we never really got to we do that shit or how we wanted to do it because it got leaked. Mm-hmm. And then we was just on some like alright, fuck it. We just gonna keep working. We just gonna keep working. Right. So
0: this was the first video that came out with both of you in it. The video we never we never dropped the video But you have together. other videos together, right? Uh, we just did a bunch of songs and we never got to shoot the videos. So. Oh, okay. Maybe they were like fucking what is it like fan videos on YouTube? They're yeah. taking clips and putting it together. Yeah. Damn they duped me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Um okay, but so the the, the Welcome to the Party video shoot. Was what, what was that experience like? Because we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but there's like a super viral clip of you wilding out after the video <laughs> shoot. But was there anything in particular about, cause you shot that video like right in, in Canarsie, like at all the local spots that you guys be at and shit, right? Yeah, welcome Yeah, welcome to the party. That shit was in the hood, but the first day, like that was a, a, a couple day
1: shoot, you feel me? Mm-hmm. The first day we did that shit at Long Island. And then that shit was crazy. It was like a Project X vibe. like. Whatever you could imagine, that's what that shit had did. So it was crazy. And then my dumb ass, like, you feel me? I was just drunk. I was high, And then (laughs) I got into the uh, argument with the police. And then they fucking, like, he was just giving me mad racist remarks and shit. And I wasn't going for that. So then niggas ran up on me, pepper sprayed me. I tried to run. You did the mad dash. I actually thought you were getting out of there. You were going fast as fuck. I, I got out of there. But I ended up running past the house that we just came out of, and it was already officers there. So when oh. I ran past the house, the other officer just tackled me, boom, tackled me, punched me a couple of times.
0: Like, where you going? I was watching that like, where the fuck is he going to go? <laughs> like, in Long Island. Yo, like,
1: listen, we was in Island. I was going to run all
0: the way back to Kenosi right? I was thinking. <laughs> just camp out somewhere, and you could get an Uber. It's going to be an expensive-ass Uber, but you could probably uh, pull it off, right? I wasn't even thinking. I was just trying to get away. I'm like, yo, these niggas. All right Crazy. this whole like did people start tapping in pretty early on in terms of like fucking bigger artists and stuff like we obviously see like a million bigger artists tap in over the course of his his short career but mm-hmm. like did you start did you, and obviously the label attention must have started pouring in as well yeah i mean see, i feel
1: like i wouldn't say i don't know how early it was they tapped in but when they did it was a swarm of everybody like because once you like i said once you meet him his, his energy is real genuine and it's like it just it just be stuck with you, like you feel it. So for me, I I know like once he met a couple people, they was
0: always gonna fuck with him type shit. Mm. Yeah, and that, that was really we were having this conversation earlier, but like there was a level to which a lot of people, including like people from New York, when they first heard Welcome to the Party or Dior, they didn't really understand the fucking sound that they were hearing because it was something so different, so new, and I don't know, like a lot of people kind of forget about the fact that like. If you want to really be that huge artist that's gonna fucking change things, you have to do something fundamentally different. Mm-hmm. And was that was that something y'all were like conscious of the fact that there was like a new sound really bubbling up? Um, damn, that's. I just say he knew what he had, like so he he just knew,
1: like yo, I gotta get this out there because the sound is different. Like it was, yeah, it was different. So he knew, right.
0: Um, So by the time the Dior video came out, what was that transition like? Because by that point, it must have been a totally different oh, level yeah. of attention was, and shit. It was already stardom for him. Like mm-hmm. it was just,
1: it was just crazy. Like that's when it was, he come outside, all the kids coming out of school to come see him. They don't give a fuck if school not finished. They come in if they hear pop smoke outside. Like for me, stopping traffic. Like for me, just regular star shit. Like for me, walk around, he got the city. So
0: definitely, it was crazy. So you uh you caught a gun charge from that that clip though I forgot to ask you caught a gun charge when you were running away from the cops at that t- at that moment yeah they charged me with a um, possession of a weapon shit attempt possession of a weapon and then
1: like two assault charges on the officer and then resisting arrest all the bullshit so what happened with all that how long did you sitting there I fucking bailed out like I went to the county and shit I was in the county for like three days and then I bailed out and then I just fought the case you, and, then, and you beat it. I beat it. I had to cop out to something, but I like for me, you could basically say I beat it. But, but I didn't. It. I ain't had to do no time.
0: Right. Yeah. How the fuck do you beat it? Cause I had a
1: video. Pop sent me a video of like they like the assaults was the main thing. Cause the attempt possession of a weapon is I think that's a misdemeanor still. So the assaults on the officers like what was they was really trying to slay me with and shit. But I had a video. So that I didn't hit nobody. yeah. So when I went to court, like we was fighting and shit, back and forth, back and forth, then we presented the video, then they had to drop the charges
0: and then they, they made me, from me, cop out to a, a lesser charge. Right, because if you had done anything violent to the cops, I mean, in the video, you see everything from you arguing with them to them tackling you. So it's not mm. like you really would have been able to do anything that wasn't yeah. on camera. Yeah, so I had it on the video, but it took me
1: a while to get the video. So that's why I was going back and forth to the Corner show. They probably would have bended that, but that's crazy.
0: I would think that video would be viral as soon as it fucking happened. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> shit happens. All right. So all right, like from your perspective though, how did you think about what you were doing with your career cuz you have your mans like exploding and obviously yeah. that that a lot of good things are coming your way via that too, but like what what was your mentality on how you're going to approach your music in the face of his shit exploding so fast? keep working because he never, he never once did what he did
1: and then like forgot about me type shit, you feel me? And then like, whatever he learned, he had just hit me and just tell me like, yo bro, I ain't gonna find, I was in the office and we was talking about this, so I learned this about the game, so you, sh- you should try this, so, you feel me? Like a little shit like that. He always kept me in the loop what he was doing so it, it was like I right, just I'm gonna just keep working. Eventually
0: I will get there. Mm. So that's how we attacked it. That's really interesting because um <clears throat> I was hearing that story about how he had a meeting with Fifty, and he he mm-hmm. like Fifty thought he was just like talking on his phone or some shit, but he was yeah. actually writing notes about the shit Fifty was saying to him yeah. and shit. So that's that's really interesting that like he was so aware of the fact that yeah. he was around people that he could learn from and shit. Real aware, like he he smart, like he and he remember a
1: lot of shit. So you feel me? He that shit is crazy with that nigga right there, boy.
0: Damn. So did you feel like you guys were getting a, an outrageous amount of attention from the police from early on? Because that was kind of a, a theme throughout his career as well. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I said, like that's, this is, that's what come with it. So, like, it didn't really bother us. I can't really speak for him, but from my perspective, it didn't look like it really bothered him because it was like that when niggas wasn't rapping. Like, mm-hmm. if you know in the hood, police on you.
0: So you got to think if... I become bigger with music, it's gonna be the same shit and it's just gonna grow greater. So Right. But when something happened like the the rolling loud situation where you got mm. taken off the bill, was that even surprising to you or was that something that at that point you were kinda expecting that shit to happen? It was like
1: it was something like an expectation. You just pray for the best, like yo. Feel me? We hope they don't take bro shit off, or you feel me, he hoping like, nah, I, I hope they don't take my shit off. But mm. you know, that's what the
0: police do. They they trying to stop our money, they don't wanna see us win, so it is what it is. Definitely. So there's like a tricky part in any rapper's life where they start to like really get the attention and shit, but maybe they don't necessarily have like the money to get out of the hood right away mm-hmm. was it was it that kind of vibe where it was like you guys are getting way too much attention, but then also it's like you know you're still in that area that you came up in no nah, I feel like it was it was just more about comfortability like if you're comfortable where you at,
1: then you're good, but if you feel like you're not comfortable then I feel like both of us. We was in a position to change our surroundings, if that's what we niggas wanted. So it's just like if you are comfortable in the hood, or if you for me, then you could there. Yeah. Cause you were telling me you stay out here now. Yeah,
0: I stay out here now. When did you make that decision?
1: We came out here. I really been out here since like 2017, back
0: and forth. Oh, for real? Yeah, a long time. Why? What, what were you doing out here in terms of business and shit, or like what what made you want to make that move? Just because since I was younger, like I,
1: I I lived on my own and shit. So me and my dogs, you feel me? We just, we did what we did to, to get our money up. And then it was like, yo, the crib is kind of cheaper out here and shit, let's just get a crib. We always gonna go back to the hood and shit, but it's like let's get somewhere where we could vacate, or, like have fun, enjoy where we are and shit like that. But as far as business-wise, it took me a while because my problem was I was rapping but I was still doing like street shit. Like I still, you feel me. I never gave rapping my all. Like as much as I put out a whole bunch of music because making music is easy for me. But I never had the time to really sit down and game plan a, a situation for myself and shit. I was just like, ah right, yo, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go to the studio. I'm gonna do these songs and
0: then I'm shoot the video. I'm gonna go back to the hood mm. and I'm gonna do what I gotta do. So it was that type of vibe. Compare New York to California though in terms of like <laughs> the lifestyle. I mean, it's, it's a lot. I mean everybody talks about LA like it's so crazy but there's a lot of different parts of California you can live in there a lot more laid back than being in the city. Yeah, have you and that's what I like about it. Like
1: for me, you go you go up north a little bit, and for me shit is just calm. It's just ain't shit going on. Mhm. So that's what I like about California. It's really a getaway for me.
0: Definitely. So, okay. What what is stuff like? Like once pop starts like torn and being out here all the time and stuff? Were you just kinda consistently like like it's kind of an interesting situation to be in, in that position? Like were you just trying to be around and just sap up as much game as as possible that you could from the situations that he was ending up in or what was the thought yeah, process? Like that. And that was just, that was all him. Like he he had called me like like yo bro, why the fuck you not
1: why you not here? Or are you not pulling up on me? And I'm like, yo, bro, I'm working, I'm doing. He's like, nah, bro, like you feel me, you gotta be around. So he wanted that for me, like yo, come around and learn what you can learn and take it and use it for you, like whether he in the studio working with another artist, whether he talking about his merch, whether he doing anything, he'd just be like, yo, for me, like yo, bro, if you could pull up, pull up right now, so you could see what's going on, so you get the pictures So when it's your time to step in and shit.
0: You ain't gonna be no fool about it. Mm. So, the cur- was that kind of your thought process? Is that you were basically like building something up that, but you were waiting for the right time to really start going hard with your career? Like obviously, not, putting like, out videos and like doing your thing, mm-hmm. but like in terms of like a more major push or something. I mean, like that was always my
1: my plan. Like you feel me? Just when I got the time to take it serious, but him doing what he did definitely. Fast forwarded that playing, like, I was like, oh shit. Like he like, yo bro, like you can't play, you gotta do it now. So, And I was on the same time, like I do gotta do it now cause it's, it's now or never. you feel me, you put us in a position where it's like, the opportunity is here for everybody right now. You kicking in the doors for us. So it was like, yeah, let me, let me do what I gotta do right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Did he ever tell you – was there any, like, particular, like, wisdom or, or anything he shared with you, like, in terms – because he's, he's just, like, meeting with all the – at this point it's great, he's meeting with so many fucking big-name artists and people in the industry and stuff. Like, was there anything in particular that stood out to you in terms of, like, advice or anything like that? Um, and We talked so much, is like
1: – can't remember anything. But it's like – it's just work. Like, he he was big on, like, bro, just work. When you not working, work. Like, for me, he just – just keep working, you only gonna get better. So, and that's, that's, that's stuck with me now. Like, I'm a studio junkie now. Like, I always wanna just work. If I'm not doing a fucking, if I'm in the studio, I need to find a song that just shoot the video to, So I have it in the stash or for me, who I could
0: network with and shit like that. Cause he was heavy on that. Like, yo bro, just work. Was it hard for you guys to sort of leave some of this, the street stuff behind in terms of, was, was that like a very real conversation about like, we gotta stop doing this. We gotta stop doing this. It's too hot for us to be doing this. I mean I wouldn't say it was hard because it's like we doing street shit and the outcome
1: we want out of street shit is overall money mm. so now we getting the money it ain't hard to leave that shit alone it's just you for me just stay on alert don't lose your street sense but definitely fall back off of it so you could do what you got to do because The object right here is to get more money and become rich.
0: Mm. Yeah, I was one time I was in a label, or I wasn't there, but my friend, he was at a label and he's he's just in the elevator. And this is he he gets in the elevator and then it stops at one floor and pop gets in. It's like an elevator that's in like a a building that has labels in it and shit. And then Pop gets in and my homie's just like, Oh man, Pop, like I fucks with you. Like this is when he was early on, but like Mm -hmm. still already had hits out and shit. And then the the elevator stops at another floor, the doors open. Pop sees somebody that he has issues with, and he just immediately gets off the elevator and beats the dog shit out of him. And I only feel comfortable even saying this because he's gone. But when I met Pop, that was the first thing I said is I was like, "Yo, my friend told me a story about you. Can you confirm this?" And he just couldn't stop laughing. He's like, "Man, yeah, that's real." He's like, "He's like, yeah, I can't believe you know about that. That's fucked up." Oh, yeah, the, we definitely ain't giving no passes.
1: Like, you feel me? We staying on that. So the, sh- the money change our situation, it don't change us. So like, like you feel me? Mm-hmm. That's definitely, I could verify that
0: shit. I wasn't there, cause I know like, he she wanted of them, you own them. Right, yeah, that's crazy. Um, Okay, so I guess we gotta fast forward a little bit, but like, how, how did you find out about what happened to him out here and where were you when that occurred? I was in the studio and then I actually had just
1: called my Uber, got in the cab. And then they had wrote it in the group chat. Like, yo, something had to pop, uh, uh. I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, just get the information, find the details on the shit, uh, uh. Like an hour later, niggas was like, yo, I heard you he got shot. So I'm like, call his phone, he didn't pick up. So I'm like, yo, like, what the fuck? I'm like, this shit real, niggas is playing. So I don't know what to think. For me, I just was chilling. I'm like, damn, like, I don't want to overthink. Like, I don't want to, ain't no facts yet. Right. And then once everybody start making them calls and shit, then it was like, all right, for me? popped out and then I was like like just stuck, like I couldn't even Right. Like I, I was just like, what the fuck? Like this shit fake. And then after that you feel me, you know tears follow up after that and you just think like like for real, like I don't know. Shit was just unbelievable. Like for me some
0: shit that I ain't never think of happen. Right. So what what were those next few days of your life like? Are you just like fuck, I guess I should be around the guys of the family or like try to like you wanna help but mm-hmm. it's at the same time, what the fuck are you gonna do? Yeah, like it was definitely like that. Like it was definitely on some
1: like, for me, like, let me go check the people I gotta check, you feel me? But I was just so hurt at the point, I was like, I didn't know who to be around or how to react. Like you just don't know what's going on. So it was just like, for me, you just kind of stuck. Like you just, at that point I was just living. Like I wasn't, I ain't had no plans to do none and none. I was just like, shit,
0: fuck it. Like I'm just taking it day by day. Like you feel me, cause the shit hurt. Yeah no it's super fucked up um okay but so in terms of like like it's a crazy ass day for us to be doing this interview and shit because today the cops in la actually announced that they had arrested five people and they're starting to come out with details so like right now we know that they're saying that it wasn't people that he previously had issues with it's just people who found the address via airbnb so was was that news to you or is that like kind of what you guys had assumed or expected the, the answer to be I mean, that's news to me because I was in the dark with the situation. I ain't I, mean, I ain't get no information on how it was going on, so that's that's new news to me. Because mm. we were all, like, observing the situation, and it's kind of like when you think about New York gangbanging, you don't think of that shit necessarily mattering that much in L.A. Like, people, mm. you know, it's, it's like a different world in New York in a lot of ways. So, like, I mean, like, what was that feeling like? Because obviously you're angry and you want to know, how this happened, but at the same time, you're pretty much totally in the dark about it. Yeah, like, but that was, even though I was in the dark, you feel me? It's like you still search
1: for information in, in the ways that you were able to do shit, you feel me? Because never in a lifetime will I allow some shit like that to happen and then not be on it, you feel me? But you know how social media is today, it's hard, dude, you feel me? You can't really do nothing. So, you feel me? You, you you take the
0: right precautions on what you're doing shit, but. but yeah. Yeah, when when you heard about the the fact that the address leaked on social media, though, was that just kind of like, it feels like that's kind of maybe a product of the fact that he was so new to being famous and shit that he wasn't necessarily thinking about that stuff as being as dangerous as it could be.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like, I feel like that's like that's some shit that you don't even think about. Like, that's why it's so crazy because it's like you're just taking a picture. You don't even really you're not thinking like. That people that are had to just be exist. uncovering clues and yeah, figuring yeah, like shit you, out. You don't think that far ahead, especially when you' not where you feel like you' in danger, or you should be looking over your shoulder and shit. So
0: that that situation is just crazy. Yeah, that's super fucked up. Um, and the other thing that came out today is that some people are speculating that Pop actually shot one of the dudes when this situation went down. Is that news to you as well? Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that because I wasn't there, and I don't. They didn't announce that, so. So that's new news to me too. Does that in any way make the situation feel like it makes more sense? Because that was like a lot of the conversation going around about it was just like, you know, like how, how could he have been in that situation without security or without somebody watching over and protecting him or whatever? I mean, that shit don't make more sense to me because
1: none of this shit makes sense at all, you feel me? That whole shit to me is like, it's an unbelievable story, so nothing makes sense to me, so I ain't. I ain't believing shit because I ain't. I wasn't there. You mm. feel me? So sure. everybody could hide their stories
0: or what they assume and shit. We don't know. We wasn't there. Mm. What? Uh, how? How's it been seeing? Like how has it been seeing the city uh, react to it and really like, almost like you know, he's turned into like such a, a god of the city. Like his image is like immortal. It feels like it's going to be the kind of thing like with Biggie or Pac or whatever, where it's just gonna. I don't know it's hard to imagine the city like moving on or forgetting how much mm. of an impact he made during his short time being in the star in the starlight no like I feel like the city the city will probably never forget him and, and as long as I'm alive
1: I'm gonna make sure niggas don't forget him mm. cause you feel me that's my brother at the end of the day so I feel like he would do the same for me so you feel me I'm gonna definitely do that and it's like but I really, it's, it's a good vibe Like when you're in the city And you just see like everybody playing his shit Everybody got on his merch Like niggas is really doing this for Pop smoking. And for me that's ultimately what he wanted Like he wanted the hood to come together He wanted New York to be a different vibe So it's like we we accomplished that He accomplished that So you feel me, I know you feel me He looking down,
0: he proud And he achieved his goal So that's definitely good Definitely. So, like, your album, uh, was it Woo Forever? Yeah. So what, what, like, you know, you go into that project thinking that, you know, you want to honor his name and you want to make the, the album, like, sort of pay tribute in a way. Like, what was mm-hmm. your mentality in terms of putting out your first project after he passed? I mean, like, it was definitely, like,
1: definitely going to honor my brother, like, going to shout him out for me because that's what we do. But it's it still, like, I. In the back of my head, it still work. You feel me? And we had that type of relationship. Like if if something happened, and you feel me, like, and niggas is sad or mad, nigga, he hit yo yo, right? Stop being a bitch, bro. Like, stop moving like that, bro. Like, you gangster, bro. Like, don't you feel me? So, that's playing back in my head too. Like, nigga, don't want me crying and shit. He don't want me sad all day. Like, you feel me? Yeah, nigga, get in your bag. Like, you for me, that's what I told you to do anyway. Get in your bag. So it's like, I worked on that tape. I had that shit done in the boat a month, a month and a half. And it was just like, All right, I'm definitely gonna make bro a part of this. And then I'm gonna I'm I'm let the people know how I'm coming too. Like, We definitely gonna continue doing this. Hmm.
0: Do you have unreleased songs with him that you weren't able to put on the project because of label shit? Um, I got a couple unreleased songs with him, but I wouldn't say it was a problem with label shit. It's just for me waiting on the time and working everything out hmm. appropriately. Yeah, because it's always, like, I mean, the labels, the way they act about, mm. like, letting anything out from an artist when they first pass, is, it yeah. can just be crazy as fuck. Yeah, I already know that shit, hectic. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, but so, in terms of his album, there's been, like, a bunch of conversation about, you know, basically, like, none of the Brooklyn artists being featured on it and shit. Cowboy was, uh, well, he's not from Brooklyn, but he was very vocal about not being appreciative of the fact that he got removed from the album. Mm. Um do you respect that? You feel like the album should have been maybe more true to some of the shit that he was doing during his life, or do you, do you think that you know it makes sense to you because it's just you know the label's going to do what they're going to do I mean, with it? Like, like yeah, like in in this situation,
1: I feel like do what's best for Pop Smoke. Mm. You feel me? Whatever's going to feed his family best, keep his name living longer, and like do what's best for Pop Smoke. So if they feel like having Brooklyn rappers, Brooklyn Joy rappers on the album wasn't best for him, then fuck it. That, mm. For me, that's for them to decide. So I ain't, I don't
0: feel no type of way about it or nothing. It's just like, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stand on do what's best for Pop Smoke. Mm. Yeah, because there's been like a lot of little controversies popping up where people want to have opinions about uh, different things going on and in, in, in terms of how his image and his. his you know, whole movement has been represented after mm-hmm. the fact. Like there was the whole conversation about the the Virgil designed album cover that people weren't fucking with at first. Like, did you did you feel did you agree with any of that criticism? And do you feel like it's even like cool for the fans to have opinions about stuff like that? I mean, I feel like people gonna have their opinions. You feel me, he not
1: hated to, to say if he would have liked it or not. So it's like. Your opinion is your opinion. Some people said they like. Not a lot of people said they liked it, but some people said they liked it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the opinion is the opinion. And whether or not after they should out of um I don't know. That's crazy right there. That's mixed, I got mixed emotions about that. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was
0: a good thing that the fans was
1: involved. And I feel like on the other end, it could have been cool if nobody knew. So, right. so it's a toss-up.
0: Yeah, it's crazy because, like, you guys' music has become so big that you got all kinds of random-ass kids in Germany who got opinions (laughs) and shit. It's not just, like, the the city. It's, like, anyone in the whole world can just be voicing their opinions about it, right? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Yeah, one of the other craziest things I've seen, too, is just the fact that on Twitter right now, if you do hashtag Woo, Mm-hmm. It puts the fucking image of his head yeah. I've only seen them do that for a couple things In the history of Twitter Like that's crazy See, that's, I fuck with that shit Yo. i seen that shit I'm like nah that's a big move right there Like that's fire I'm like man does Twitter realize That they're kind of sort of like Getting in on the gang banging right here I don't know, I don't know if Twitter really understood What that meant If <laughs> you Twitter, like Twitter did that Twitter on a lot of woo shit <laughs> Hashtag woo Yeah that's gotta be rough If you're uh, on the other side huh Anyway, <laughs> ain't worried about them <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, a couple of bars like stood out to me on your album though Is mm-hmm. one when you said, I'm fucking this bitch from the front and I got her toe in my mouth <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a different kind of guy right yeah. here That's that's a different type of lyric right there Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, occasionally you gotta just Is that an example of you just keeping it super real Or are you just trying to make people laugh with that? Um, that's real shit, like you see me yeah. That's my girl. I've been <laughs> there too. Yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> me my girl bro, shit. shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I noticed you had like a, a a poker bar in there too. You said something about ace, king, queen, jack, ten suited. Uh huh. Where kind play poker? You play poker? Nah, never played poker in my life. You just know the the, the words. Yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. I just knew like was that shit cool? We got all them cards or a royal flush or some shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just knew like that, so I just. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, I probably Googled this shit to, to make sure it was right. I can't remember right now, but I probably did that. And I was just like, I got a poker ball. Like, I just, that's how I, I make my music. Like, I just see shit. I probably seen, like, a poker commercial, so I don't know. And it's right. like, shit, I'm gonna put
0: that in a ball. Have you ever gone through time periods where it was hard for you to, like, uh, be motivated to to record or where it, it didn't necessarily, like, feel right? Like, was putting this project together mm-hmm. a struggle at all? Or was it, it nah, did it feel normal? This
1: project itself, it wasn't a struggle cause I was in go mode. Mm. Like, I was just like, like for me, it's, it's, I gotta do it now. I gotta step up to the plate. No matter how anybody else feel what they say, I gotta do this for bro. So I was really locked in. Like I had the tape done and didn't even realize cause I, I over recorded like, I just had like 30 songs. And it was like, oh shit, like we got a project here. Like let's pick these songs out and put it in a project. So it was just straight work
0: for me. Mm. Definitely. Um. So, what are you planning on doing in terms of promoting this project and shit? Are you just like shooting a bunch of videos right now. You got a whole plan <clears throat> coming out with it and shit. Yeah. Like I got two videos done off of it. I'm gonna shoot another one,
1: and then I probably leave it at that. Three videos. You for me, ten songs, with three videos. Probably leave it at that. And then we just gonna keep moving how we moving. Like we, I feel like we doing it right right now with
0: marketing and pushing it. Mm, definitely. Um. You got any other like artists that you're. <clears throat> Still closely affiliated with out of the whole Brooklyn scene and shit? Like, is there anybody in particular that you're really still working with and shit? Yeah, like, shout out Jay Guapo.
1: Mm hmm. That's my dog. He's right on the there, album, man. right? Yeah. Right. Me and him got a lot of shit coming. Favi. Favi, oh, that's my dogs right there. Chef G, Sleepy Hollow. Shout out Chef G. My boys, right there, you feel me? And then, if you want me to list all of the Wolves, mm. let me just shout my boys out now Freddy Luciano, Young Costomato, Social Geek. You got Curly Sav, that's my brother right there. You got my boy ZG You got Daffy wool Dread So Woo. it's, it's a lot of us. Maddie
0: so, G's? Maddie G's, who that? You know what I'm talking about? Us. <laughs> Yo, it's this white kid Who's like He's always gangbanging banging On, on oh, Instagram and shit about, oh, You know what I'm talking about Matty G's from Instagram Yeah and he was burning The fucking Other, oh. other side flags and shit But then I heard That his dad like Stopped him like no, nah, you're not allowed To gang bang anymore You took away the privileges Um I mean, it's I, actually kind of fucked up so I'm not even mentioning him on here because who the fuck is this kid? But I mean, yeah, like shout out to Maddie G. Whenever I meet anybody from Brooklyn, <laughs> when I was meeting with uh, Billy Otto and Seiko Billy, I brought him up. They could not believe that I knew who the fuck that was. They were <laughs> I, laughing see, so I, hard. You had to catch me first, Maddie. Shout out to Maddie G. Though for making it on no jumper. <laughs> shout out to Maddie G. That's yeah. real. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like you feel like. Shit been moving slow in New York in terms of uh, everything, in terms just with the whole pandemic and shit being shut down. Has that kind of changed the vibe in the city? Must have been a weird summer in, in comparison. Yeah, hell yeah, like
1: that shit whack. Like I ain't gonna lie, like you know everybody used to being outside. Don't get me the wrong, like and the, and the hood niggas is still outside. You know. We ain't following no rules, but. It's just like the stores are shut down, you can't go shopping, you can't go to get nothing to eat, you can't do nothing, so like that shit is, that shit is really wack, you know? Mm. For artists, like that shit's stopping our shows and shit, like we trying to get outside and
0: perform and shit, so. Definitely. Yeah, one thing I seen that I thought was kind of crazy is that uh, you had 6 uh, 9 basically like showing Pop Mad Love, acting like this as one of his favorite rappers or whatever, mm. and then the album comes out and Pop's got lyrics where he's just basically clowning them. Say no rainbow head shit. That that part, yeah. That's it. How do you feel about that though? Is that like, is there any chance of, of, uh, I don't know, like, was there any chance of them have, having been cool in reality? Like, if if they had, uh, if he, had, like, you know, Six Nine was locked up during Pop's rise and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if Shun ain't do what he did, mm. maybe,
1: maybe. But hmm? we street niggas before anything. We mm. don't tell. It's not happening so with that situation coming into life niggas never get up with boy mm. so i mean if you fuck with him you fuck him. that's good like you know like definitely support him do it like his shit is dope why not fuck with him but
0: definitely that's it does it blow your mind that 50 ended up being involved so much in the project and like just because that's you know coming from a person your age just like you know that was like a god of rap when you were a exactly. kid and shit. And it's not surprising though, because I feel like
1: it was gonna happen eventually. Like mm. whether it would have been a song or just something, them working together. So it wasn't surprising that he did jump on it. Cause I know somebody had to tell 50 how Pop felt about him. Cause mm. if you knew Pop, you know how he felt about 50. So it was like, it was, it was, I, was good. I was good. I was happy to see 50 for me, that what he did. I'm like, yeah, that's definitely some shit Pop
0: would've wanted right yeah that shit's crazy because i remember having that conversation super early on after Mm -hmm. hearing the first uh a couple big pop singles where i was like man this shit reminds me like when 50 was coming out in terms of like Mm -hmm. having somebody having that energy coming out in new york i mean like Pop definitely looked up to 50 like
1: so he gave you that vibe Mm. like 50 was that guy for all of us like me and him had arguments like Nigga, I know more 50 Cent songs. Dude, <laughs> like, nigga, I know more So Like, we had them arguments. So, like, 50 definitely had a big impact on all of us.
0: Who's winning the versus battle, 50 or TI? 50. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No offense to TI.
1: But. No offense to TI, but, you know, I'm from New York. I don't even yeah. know no TI songs. I probably know, like, two of them. Bring <laughs>
0: them out. Bring them out. That's TI? Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that. that oh, but that's Jay-Z on the hook. <laughs> yeah, but I think he sampled. Uh, yeah, you're right, though. It's still in New, New York. ws <laughs> Come on.
1: And I ain't gonna lie, T.I. got
0: uh, Top Back. I used to
1: listen to Top Back when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, T.I. got a lot of classic songs. I was personally probably feel closer to the the 50 hits just because you know being from the East Coast. that's yeah. extra special. Yeah, <laughs> you got that though. So what else are you uh, working on? What do the people out there need to to know about you in terms of staying in the loop? Um, I'm just right now. I'm in the recording process of just going crazy
1: again. I'm back in work mode. If I want to drop another project right now, I could. So you feel me? I'm just, I'm just working, and then we gonna map out the next project. But staying in tune with me is like just for me. Stay in tune with any one of the wolves, the wolves is doing it. You want me shout myself up? Hell yeah! All right. Follow me on Instagram at Ross Swish. Twitter NBA. Whoa, that's my old Twitter. Ooh. Twitter, real Ross Swish. You feel me? And then we just doing it big. We, we taking this woo shit to the to the top. Pop put us in a great position to win and we gonna win like we supposed to. That's what he wanted to do. So we're gonna keep it going.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah, rest in peace to Pop, man. I'm I'm glad that we could get your perspective on uh not just your career, but his career. And uh, you know, just somebody like who who made such an impact on the on the culture in the short time that he was in the spotlight. It's mm-hmm. kinda you know, it's it's good to it's good to have that on on record. Nah, definitely. Yeah, well, Boy, do his thing. Appreciate your time, man. It was uh, good to have you on here and sorry for your loss. Appreciate you for having me, man. You know, we're gonna take this to the top one more time. Rest in peace, pop smoke. Rest in peace, KJ Bowler. Mm. You know? And go mess with my man's album too. That shit was hard. Whoa. Woo. Appreciate y'all. No jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, like, comment, subscribe. No if you want to support. Rest in peace, pop smoke. Gangster. Appreciate y'all.